You there! This is Dave and Jason. Hey! From DC On Screen. It's that time again. We need help from you to grow our show. But keep listening because there's something in it for you. Give us a five-star written review on iTunes for a chance to win a free DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. The winner will be randomly selected with a number generator on random.org and announced on one of our news episodes. It's pretty simple, really. Free stuff. Hooray! Anyway, yeah, seriously, do that. It helps us a lot. It's, like, so good. Anyway, sit back. Enjoy this brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, your guide to the DC Universe on film and television. This is episode 208. This episode we'll be reviewing and getting super spoilery. You guys haven't heard that in a while. Super spoilery on Gotham Season 3, Episode 1, Mad City, Better to Reign in Hell. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey, yeah. Let's jump into the recap. Gordon finds Lee, but she's in Pleasantville with a new young suitor, so he leaves. Six months later, Jim has reestablished himself as a bounty hunter who tracks down the Indian Hill monsters. With the help of Valerie Vale and Bullock, he figures out that they're after medication. Oswald Cobblepot tells the press that Fish Mooney is leading the monsters from Indian Hill. Jim gets the police-protected Ethel Peabody woman killed by underestimating the monsters and winds up on the hunt for Fish Mooney. Bruce challenges the Court of Owls via the Wayne Enterprises Board of Directors and gets himself kidnapped by a Talon. Selene is working for Fish, or is she? And Ivy follows, getting herself attacked by Fish's reverse Fountain of Youth character. Oh, and Oswald and Butch try to offer protection to Barbara and Tabitha, who have opened Sirens, a new nightclub. That's about it, isn't it? I think that was it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Roughly? Everyone's just diving right into Gothamness. It, yeah. They, it, they, they, made, they took every character and said, Alright guys, we're getting started. Do something stupid. <laughs> and I don't necessarily mean stupid as in it was bad to watch. A lot of this was actually a pretty fun uh, episode. Uh, I don't want to come out come out of the gate on what I'm calling our season two being a negative Nancy. But um, mm-hmm. they they just told you know, hey guys, do do something reckless. Maybe I'll rephrase it like right. that. Right. I Bullock, uh... we're gonna need you to we're gonna need you to pitch in real early with some cool lines like cop and everything, but name because mm-hmm. you know Bruce is in leather or Gordon's in leather now, and uh, we need. <laughs> We need your lines to, to be as good as that looks. Yeah, Gordon seems to be acting more like uh, the Clayface version of him from last season. <laughs> a little bit. A little closer to that than, than I would uh, than, than I would be, well, than I'm comfortable with. No, it, I, I think he's just actively becoming like Bullock's spirit animal. <laughs> like Did heavy see- drinking, leather clad, bounty hunter, doesn't take shit kind of guy. Aloof is all hell. Yeah. Like Penguin's like, why haven't you taken care of that? You haven't made it worth my while. Yeah, like this is this is the that guy Bullock good. wishes he could be. I think sometimes. I liked that line. Oh, it was good. Um, did you? Did we talk about? Or I can't remember if that was the thing I saw and went, ah oh, man, I forgot we should have talked about that. Um, it was kind of buried, but there's a Ben McKenzie quote where he's talking about how uh, Gordon might might become a different iconic character in the Batman mythos. Hmm. No, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I don't think we talked about it, but I sure didn't catch it. Fingers crossed. Please make him the Joker. <laughs> That'd be fun. 
At his current did, at his current rate, if he gets a little regenerative power, we've got a death stroke happening. Like, look at the guy. Like at the he's, rate he's of which, turning into a bounty hunter. Yeah, at the rate of which though, uh, at a, at the rate of which the Gotham GC the GCPD members are killed off, mm-hmm. it's feasible. I think that there could be only a handful of people who, at the end of the day, remember who Jim Gordon was. <laughs> he could if just Gordon slip into another Gordon, identity, no problem. Yeah. Gordon becomes Joker, but to cover it up and make the, like, oh, yeah, they do the kind of the Dark Knight thing with Dent, make Bullock the new Jim Gordon. Oh, okay. All right. Bullock shaves off the the beard, keeps the mustache, just starts calling himself Gordon. Out of respect <laughs> for what he knew the man once was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, that shit ain't happening. We don't know. Um... <laughs> I like I, almost if a, he ends up not being that I'd love to see though I mean he's it, so far he's on route to make a a great you know guy standing on the rooftop turning on the light for Batman mm-hmm absolutely uh but yeah that didn't happen we're just uh kind of falling into a our own version of Scott Madison's next time podcast ah yes uh so in in my humble opinion Gotham is better without fish Mooney I uh, agree. So I was actually happy to see that her power is hurting her, because presumably that means there's an end date. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, how the hell did she fig? How did she figure out that this medication was the medication she needed? I I don't know. Cuddle fishery. Says <laughs> just fishery. A little a little known power of cuttlefish. They know the perfect medicine for any any single thing. Ugh, I forgot the cuttlefish thing. The cuttlefish. Oh. The fish that loves oh, to cuddle. Man. <laughs> That's how, it, that's how it got his name. I, can, um, I consulted a man who called himself a scientist about that. Yeah. So right out of the gate, though, right out of the gate, that spiny-backed creature guy. I was just calling him well, Stegosaurus-o. Right. He was awful. Yeah, but he died. So fun. He died fun. That's all I can really ask out of anybody in I Gotham. Guess. I I don't know. It was a good gag, the, the, the bus or whatever the hell, the utility truck or whatever that was came by. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, once again... Uh, Bullock, though, is bringing great lines. Mm-hmm. Um, when Gordon's given all the reasons why he doesn't want to be a cop, he can get drunk whenever he wants. And yeah. <laughs> Bullock's like, you really think I don't get drunk whenever I want? <laughs> I think, aren't they like passing a flask back and forth in the precinct while they're having their conversation? Yes, they are. <laughs> um, I kind of laughed because it seems so ludicrous, but... I mean, I guess it can work. Lucius working for the cops. What do you think, man? I I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, I I just I feel like it has to be related to the Wayne basement somehow. Mm-hmm. And it might be a fun way to get him involved as kind of a, a an a, an outside analyst, a consultant to the police department in a way. Yeah. If it, I mean, if I, anything, it might get us back to the Wayne basement because something has to, and they're clearly doing other things with Bruce right now. Yeah, I mean, I can look at this turn and say, I see your value. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. When he showed up, I just rolled my eyes as hard as I could. Oh no, no I was happy with it. I like the actor. I like the character. Obviously, <laughs> I just I'm like, eh, what are you doing here? Come on, man. Yeah. Um, um I, I I dug it. It's a good way to get him involved, and it's not crazy that they might you know consult somebody of his knowledge base on any camp- any given thing, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. Especially after he's involved himself a few times with police-related activities, you know, he's kind of gotten on their <laughs> radar a little bit. Nothing about it didn't make sense to me. So, uh, Bruce-related activities, otherwise known as brah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, laughed pretty uh, 
heartily when Selena stole Butch's wallet. Oh yeah, in the uh, in the nightclub, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, what does he say? Like, Penguin. get over it, and that child just stole your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> that child just stole your wallet. Right. Yes, I love. Uh, I, I do love that. Like across the room from the corner of his eye, he notices that. <laughs> yep. You can see him just rolling his eyes. Oh, Butch, damn it, Butch! I cannot have my Absolutely. right hand man, so to speak, being robbed by a child. <laughs> what did you think of of Barbara and Tabitha opening sirens? Like, what did yeah. you think of that storyline? It's neat. Like Butch sending the guys. It's 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 neat. I mean, it, it gives her something to do that might be a little more fun. I just wish she'd tone it down a little bit. At least now mm. they're giving her something. That's, Barbara, yeah, it, like it, they're giving her something that's at least fun to watch. Like she's apparently so psychotic now that they the like the mob is literally not a thing to her anymore. She doesn't give a damn. Yeah, and um, you know, she's got Tabitha at her back, who's just. Um, frightening yeah just plain scary so um yeah between the two of them everyone else is, is just gonna hold them like way out at arm's length mm-hmm. and that's that's neat but i don't know where they're going with it i mean okay so now that we've established that you can't do anything with her um mm-hmm. do we just pop over to sirens every now and then or does butch start trying to enlist their help on particularly crazy missions um i don't know i don't know where they're going with it and it was fun i just i just wish she'd pull it back just a little bit I am enjoying the, the the subtle. I guess it's not that really that subtle, but I, I am enjoying the uh, like how Tabitha reacts to Butch still. Like, yeah, she's still she's still digging him. Yeah, you you bit. can see this like oh my teddy bear kind of look in her eye. I don't know how to. <laughs> oh, I missed you. I think it's the closest she probably gets to affection. Hmm. Um. So I did really enjoy Oswald doting on Edward, bringing him the the little puzzle that he just... I mean, I knew he was... As he gave the speech about how oh, all yeah. the wise men couldn't, you know, de, you know decrypt it or yeah. whatever. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to... Yeah, he's going to knock that out in like that 10 in seconds. Just a second. Yeah. But um, he's like, it, it was a lovely thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have a they have um, a cool relationship right now. He's his, his own little concierge just locked up in a cage. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I completely I, dug that he's coming to him for advice on uh, on how to handle his situation now. Like, they're going to make a cool know, team knew, when he gets him out of there. I knew Edward was going there. I knew he was going to say it. I think they've even said it on the show before, but he says penguins eat fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where that yeah. speech ends. It was good advice, too. All right, so jumping over to Bruce in the boardroom, the guy saying, I don't have to listen to this, and Alfred, oh, but you do, sir. <laughs> that is precisely the point I am making. <laughs> Uh, Alfred is like my favorite character on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's a lot of fun, especially in the board meetings where he's like defending Bruce. And you know, my favorite part about this is that Bruce doesn't show off at all. He doesn't crow. Like Alfred, well, fin- that would be weird if he crowed. Well, it would be. Uh, it, he's Al- a human boy. <laughs> I could still make it work somehow in this show. Um, but Alfred finishes like demeaning this board member, and and Bruce doesn't doesn't make a big deal about it. Just he's made his point. And he goes back. It's a, it's a very mature thing. It's fun to watch this kid grow up. Yeah, I wrote here. Bruce and, and Alfred are both badasses. Yeah, and it's just it's just the truth. And that comes pretty much right before we just like cut to Barbara killing the or like beating the hell out of some people. Like they're just like doubling down on the every character is a badass on the show. Yeah, whether it's silly or not. Yeah, totally digging that. <laughs> Totally digging that. I mean, it's Gotham we're talking about here, and this is the roots of it. It's supposed to be a town mm-hmm. full of scary badasses. Do it, man. What, speaking of which, what did you think of Man Bat? <laughs> he was a little bit more like Gods and Monsters Man Bat, wasn't he? <laughs> a little bit. I kind of like. I, 
And uh, wasn't there a, a, a piece recently where they said, oh, we're never going to do anything like Man Bat? Yeah. And then I, I turned it on, and there was this character, and I'm like, what? Why is Dracula there? Is that is that freaking Man Bat? I, I, <laughs> and about the time you see his wings, I finally had to admit to myself, they freaking did Man Bat. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I was having a, a huge crisis, though, watching it. Why? I just, I couldn't believe I was seeing it. I kept thinking, no, no, no way that, yeah, that, yeah. But by the time he, like, tries to fly <laughs> out the window and freaking Gordon grabs him by the ankle, all right, all right, okay, this is fun. Yeah, and just, you know. How, uh, how weird is that, though, if you're Gordon? Like, you go, to, you go to grab a guy. You know he's weird. But then, like, you've mm-hmm. got the guy by the ankle and he starts sprouting freaking bat wings on you. Like, God, I hate this town. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I... Man, that just reiterates the badassness of Gordon. Just like if I w- was holding on to some dude who tried to jump out of a window, <laughs> and he spouted like or sprouted like bat wings, I'd have been like, "Ew!" <laughs> I would shriek and then pee a little, and then I would find, there's got to be a closet in that room somewhere, and I'm hiding in it. Um, hide in it and try to find something sharp before I go in there. There's like a there's a Louis C.K. bit where he talks about like renting a house in the country and there's a bat in there and he just like freaks out he doesn't know what to do he's like he hits the dirt man mm-hmm. and he, and there's like a little just a little bat in there and he like gets on the phone and the lady's like yeah we we have a guy he's like you have a you have a guy and he's like yeah yeah was, uh, a a bat guy he's like it's very clear to me that she was trying not to say Batman. <laughs> The guy just like comes over, just walks over with his bare hand, and just picks the bat up, and he's like, that, "That's it." <laughs> that's great. And Louis like fanning himself. Oh my! <laughs> May I offer you some tea? I don't know. I that if I had her job, that would be my favorite part of the job. Oh, it's okay. We'll send Batman. <laughs> but like, I, I've seriously like walked outside and seen a bat like sitting on the roof of my car and just like flip the shit out just like no 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 <laughs> like i can't get in my car i can't get in my car until it leaves no they uh they actually they're all over my neighborhood mm-hmm. i swear i've gone jogging and just had them like swoop right in front of my face I, at this point i honestly don't care <laughs> that's not yeah that's I, one could be in the room with me right now and i just wouldn't care anymore Bleh. <laughs> if anything i'd be like can... stop making noise i'm recording damn bat I can uh, I can watch a video all day of a bat licking a person's hand, but no, mm. uh-uh. don't put them. Don't. Anyway, so uh, Valerie Vale so far is annoying me. Nah. They're so far playing her as the you know the sassy photojournalist who doesn't really cop to any of the you know badasses gruff demeanors. I'm waiting. I'm know. waiting for you to say something that's bad. Uh, it's just boring to me. Yeah. She made a fine, like, plot device in this episode, at least. I, uh, she, like, I, I don't know. I like that he responded, you know, when she was like, ah, oh, are you going to say that, uh, you know, give me the gruff cop speak or whatever. And he was like, no, nah, I was going to ask you to not ruin this bar for me because yeah. it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I liked that a little bit about, that was fun. Yeah, I'm going to have to find another bar. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I don't know, so far I don't see a whole lot of purpose for her other than being a love interest for him. Like, they haven't proven that she's a a worthwhile character yet to me. She did a fair amount of research, you know, on her own, and, like, provided useful information to Jim. So far, like, she's she's got merit. Kind of, except, uh, she was kind of just played. Oh, yeah, she totally got played. 
but you know, Jim was was played as well. Like thinking he was smart. I don't know, man. Well, he did I a good just, job of trying was... to play them. Um, and I liked his little speech where he's pretty much outlining, like, <laughs> hypothetically tells the woman, like, "I'd used you as bait." Oh, by the way, I'm I used you as bait. Um, mm-hmm. Or Peabody, I think that was right. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad she's poor gone. Poor Peabody. Um, uh, no, what? Yeah, Bethany felt bad. My girlfriend Bethany felt bad for Peabody. I didn't feel bad for Peabody. She was awful. Oh, she was, she was awful terrible. in Indian Hill. Terrible. Like everything Hugo Strange did that was terrible. She's like over there smirking. Like, yeah, that's yes. right. We're gonna do yes. this now. That's how you <laughs> do that thing. Um, and now, like, we're supposed to feel bad for her. No, no, not really. I just feel bad for anyone <laughs> who's aged instantly. That's that looks rough, man. It does look rough. It does. They, um, I don't know, Valerie's still got some... She had enough merit in this episode, at least. Like, if, if all she's doing is providing leads to Jim, eh, that's fine. She can stick around. She seems clever. She'll probably adapt. I mean, the the writers aren't going to just have her get foiled and locked in a car every week. Yeah, that was lame. Ah, I kind of dug it. Are you sure they won't just have her get foiled and locked in a car every I, week? I am not, <laughs> but I'm going to be hopeful on episode one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I want to be hopeful. I did enjoy it mostly. I mean, it, with Gotham, I don't start getting cynical till like episode twelve, nine, really? nine at least. Yeah, yeah. Usually they ah. start pretty strong. Roll the tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start pretty strong for the most part. I mean, last year we weren't cynical at all. They think we they opened with Maniacs and Jerome. We were digging this shit. I don't know. I'm on. I I. We we actually have tape of what we said, so I'm unwilling. To, I don't remember, so I'm unwilling to make a statement either way. It's fair. I'm sure we'll. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be wrong either way. I know me, and I'm an ass. Ugh. So <laughs> it just seems like with, uh, with Gotham, especially with season two, it was it started really strong. Yeah, came off a little bit, got a little bit better. Like mid season with with Riddler, it was really starting to pick up some heavy steam, and then um, there was some weirdness at the end again. Oh, yeah, I didn't like the mirror thing with Riddler. Uh, yeah, you didn't like the mirror thing, but then they didn't do it again for a long time. Well, they did it a couple times. They nah, did it, they, like, three weeks in a row. They did it, like, a couple times early on, and then they they ditched it for yeah. a couple months, which was enough time for you to kind of get over it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, loved Alfred just, you know, being totally down with trying to take down a talon in the middle of the house. Of course. What more do you um, expect out of him? Well, sure. Sad to see him defeated, though, that... Quickly slash easily. Yeah, but like, at the same time, aren't you happy that a Talon is, is that efficient? I mean, absolutely. That's that's As playing the character be. correctly. Yeah. As it should be. Um, I mean, that would have been a huge letdown if Alfred had won that battle. Like, well, got this huge court of owls, but their main weapon can be defeated by a butler. Actually, I kind of wish they'd done it. And then just ditch the whole court of owls thing. Oh, okay. Well, let's. Well, no. Well, maybe. Um. <laughs> possible uh that remains to be seen but i would say you know it would be really badass if they sent a talent after alfred and alfred just kicked his ass and then we just see the lady with the mask like on the phone really mm-hmm. oh my um we'll see another one <laughs> <laughs> I, I can dig it if they go back to her and she she was, she does the like really hmm send the rest and then oh, you just you just see like a room yes. of activated talons yes. at the end of the episode. Yeah. And yeah, I would I would totally do that. And and Alfred just looks at all of them and goes, "Hmm, right." <laughs> <laughs> Master Bruce, Ron. Uh, 
Which, you know, I don't understand. Like, why did he have to fight Alfred? Eh, he had to take like, out the uh, the guy he knew could fight. Surely the Coward of Owls knows this guy's, like, heavily trained. So you'd take him out first and then isolate the child. Yeah, but, I mean, shit. Bruce went to the board meeting going, Hey, I want to talk to your boss. Well, and he should have just showed up and been like... He should have just, like, popped up at the Wayne Manor and been like, Hey, uh, wish granted. Wanna go? <laughs> it's not like, how they oh, roll, Dave. I mean... You want to fight and chloroform a kid? No. We'll just not how they roll. You know. If you want to have a conversation, you're going to have to, like, you know, have somebody get beaten up, and there's some intimidation here, and, man, it's... it's no, you know what? It just it just They weren't going to roll like up with a limo a and, and, and a note. Message received. Please hop in. Why not? Why not? Why can't, They're going to call up I mean, Wayne, Wayne Manor and go, hey, look, we, we sent an Uber over for you. It's going to be there in about 20 minutes. Uh, just, if you would, just put on the blindfold the Uber driver gives you. Look, man, that's how this shit works. Yeah. <laughs> they send a limo over. Oh, hey, what's up? My name's Kato. Yeah. Mostly because I just look like Kato from the Green Hornet mm-hmm. but with this mask mm-hmm. and this dark this dark suit I'm wearing. Uh-huh. Uh, I could All they could afford was ass. a domino mask. Right. I could beat your ass, but, you know, the kid did go to the board and say, hey, I want to talk to you guys. So we're here. Going to take the kid. You can come too if you want. Um, seems pretty civil. I, I think if I left you in a room too long with this premise, by the end of it, you'd just have the Court of Owls like tweeting Bruce. Hey, what up? We're at 20th and 15th. Come see us. <laughs> Maybe not tweeting. Don't tell nobody. Oh, <laughs> Maybe texting. Well, a private message. Maybe a carrier owl. Snapchat him a picture of the location where they are. And Al just flies in through the window with a with a note attached to his leg. You're gonna make like <laughs> a, the her first half of the season is gonna be Gotham if it were Hogwarts. <laughs> oh gosh! Well, now that so... we've completely ruined the show. <laughs> what do you think of Doppelganger? I like him so far. I'm, I'm... Who was that boy? Who was that boy? Well, I like that he doesn't know who Bruce is. That's a good start. I kind of like it, but I think it's funny that he's like stalking Selena too. Well, you know, the the you know girl gave him like four hundred dollars, and he's starving in an alley. I would probably sure. follow her around, hoping for more scraps. <laughs> you don't feed strays, baby. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, I would I would completely do what he did. Alrighty. So, did you watch the promo for next week? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. There's not a lot there. Um. Bruce talking to the court and the lady. They're like, who are you? And she's like, uh, oh, is that why you're here? To ask questions you already know the answers to? And then it shows her like lifting the mask and then it cuts away. Oh, good. <clears throat> Go ahead and get rid of the mask. Like, my first question, if I was Bruce, would be like, could y'all not afford better masks? I mean, th- those <laughs> are just those are just bad. Like, Hall- like Party City pickup masks. Yeah. Why? I mean, I still don't understand why they're not doing the comic book masks. Those, those things, things are were so cool. Creepy. So creepy and cool. Yeah. There's, there is a time to, like, do your own thing, and there's a time to, to pay respect. And those were really cool masks. I don't know why we didn't just stick with them. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so, yeah. I am not looking forward to the love triangle Valerie Vale Gordon Leslie thing. Or the love or square, if pleasant. The love square with, with the Falcone. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, but we, um, that's, we're just on record as saying we're not interested in the romance side of things. For the most part, I don't mind romance, but I don't like it being dragged out and beaten to death 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that's about it. That's pretty so much why I don't me. look for I just assume that's always going to happen. So I, I, anytime there's a <laughs> hint of like a romance angle, I'm like, oh, crap, we're going to do this thing again. Yep. You're going to hurt your feelings. Um, you're going to walk in and find this. You're going to do that. But we know that Barnes, Barnes is going to take a turn, man. Something bad is going to happen with Barnes. Uh, Michael Chiklis has said that whatever this terrible turn is for Barnes is the reason he took this job in the first place. They told him what was going to happen to his character last year before he ever even took the role. That's so awesome. I'm looking forward to that. That's really I cool. I am looking forward to everything with Penguin and Edward. I am yeah, actually kind of having Edward fun. in this episode so, is, is starting to become just the kind of creepy I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I even, like surprisingly didn't really have any kind of problem with barbara and and tabitha this time they're fine you know my favorite i actually kind of really enjoyed them the best shot they had um by the way the scene with the guy that's got his nose tied up and he can't speak correctly and they're messing with him that i admit that Uh was kind of funny yeah it was um but then (laughs) penguin kind of realizes yeah you know what and puts him down um they they cut back to tabitha and and uh barbara and barbara like puts her head to the side and just smiles like oh there's my boy it, it's actually maybe the best <laughs> shot of her I've ever seen because it's whole, I, like she's just just so pleased it ended that way. Yeah, it's it's weird. I kind of kind of dig it. So yeah, I you know I I have high hopes that this season will be a really good season. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got trimmings for it. Oh, and we got an old ivy. We have an old ivy coming. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit in the news episode. And I was but, um, I was impressed to see Selena actually cries. She. Uh, she tries to play it cool, but damn it, she has feelings. Yeah, yeah, I dug that. Mm-hmm. That was nice. It is. And you know, I've heard I've heard complaints about that. Like she didn't shed a tear when Bridget died, but to me, I always kind of felt I just kind of felt like she kept expecting Bridget to get screwed over. Mm-hmm. She expected that. She emotionally prepared for that because of her asshole brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but like Ivy, she didn't. You know. So anyway. And Ivy, That's she's me. been. It, it just seemed like they've had a, a very long relationship, and she's been looking out for Ivy for a long time. And mm-hmm. it's like your kid's mm-hmm. sister just fell down a well. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed this episode for the most part. I I had my qualms, but uh, you know, uh, what did you guys think though? Let us know. Comment. Speak to us. We're still running that contest on iTunes, by the way. So check that out. Um, for every ten reviews, five star reviews we get on iTunes, we're gonna draw a name. With a random number generator, and uh, that person's going to win a trade paperback DVD or Blu-ray valued at $15 or under. So, uh, there's that happening. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode, though, man. Yeah. On to Lucifer. (laughs) We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode of DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on iTunes, as previously mentioned. You can find us on Stitcher. Uh, We're a proud member of the Giant Says Team Up Network. Giant Says Team Up dot com for all of the wonderful shows over there uh you can find us on facebook and uh twitter as well dc on screen we're also on instagram getting a lot of instagram followers lately so until next time keep some dc on your screen